Hello, we're live. Right. <laughs> we're live. <laughs> Is it good, mate? Yeah, good man. How are I, you? I'm really good, thank you. I, mate, I honestly I had no idea if we were if it was going to all work just like magic there or not. I got the wee wee bit of butterflies, Kev, just like before you go on stage. It's funny, oh, me, just... I felt it too. Yeah, that was amazing, wasn't it? Because like uh, you probably didn't see this before, but to to do all the music, the the tunes that Bruno Mars you heard earlier, I'm literally holding an iPad up to my microphone <laughs> like that. Because <laughs> we're like. <laughs> yeah, I think I think by maybe episode four, we'll maybe have the tech side down just a bit better. We've worked out how to use cameras and microphones mm -hmm. and go live. The rest of it, we will we will get there eventually. We promise. Um, Kev, how are you, mate? Dude, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Feeling uh, feeling fit, feeling active. And uh, how about yourself? How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Thank you. It's been uh, it's been a full on week, and I just want to say a big shout out to DJ Wood and Gail Kilpatrick, first two people in the house tonight. And I've, I'm, I know I said this last week, but they used to come and see us in the Callaham all the time, and I'll never forget the first time we met them at that show at the stand before we went on. We were chatting away, and we were like, "Yeah, we're we're the support act." And then they came to see us <laughs> all the time after. So big love to you guys. Um, but yeah, Kev, it's been a good week. Um, I mean, the world's still crazy uh but you know i think tonight it's important that we share just moments of pure joy silliness and love that's yeah. that's what this is about akev absolutely i'm going to just back up as well what gav has told you there that story about uh, our first two uh first two commentators i guess we're going to call them that is a story we've spoken about this week and we like we love hearing from color ham fans don't we gabby we know that pretty much when it comes out of this it's it, it, they're like they're on they need their color ham fix it's been like six years since our last live color ham performance they want a bit more of this action I think the whole world needs a wee bit of that <laughs> silliness right now. And a big hello to Mark and Leanne that have joined as well. Big shout out to you guys. It's lovely to see you. Um, ah. Kev, I, I think um, we just want to, again, reiterate a huge welcome to everybody to the Show Offs podcast. It's only episode two. So mm. historically, you know, when you launch something new, the first one, there's a lot of interest. Second one, six people or something like that. It's a bit like... You know, when we were doing the fringe shows, our friends all came to the first one, the second one, nobody really turned up, and then off we went. So basically what we're saying is by episode three next week, there'll be probably half a million of you uh, tuning mm. in at that point, or, or yeah. there or thereabouts, Kev. Um, yeah, I've done the maths. I used to be a scientist, so uh, what Gav said is an accurate prediction of uh, future events. So, yeah. So when you, uh, used to, when you say you used to be a scientist, like... Yeah. Is it not like once a scientist, always a scientist, or can you no, lose, you're right, it is. You, no. can you lose your no. sciency ways? No, you can't. You're, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's it's um it's like uh, it's like a tattoo, isn't it? When you get a tattoo, you've got it for life. That's like being well, a scientist. I, I don't think yeah. it is because so I used to be a primary school teacher, and I whilst I think I could keep up a little bit. Of, of the teaching side of things, I, I would probably have to do some kind of refresher and get myself up to speed. I'm pretty sure that since you were a scientist, the science world has moved on and that the fact that you were once a scientist doesn't mean that you're still a scientist, therefore it's nothing like a tattoo and you're talking pish. Uh, I think with primary school teachers, you've made a good point there. And um, when you're not a primary school teacher anymore, you're absolutely <laughs> not and you're proud of that, aren't you? You wave that flag. No, Fucking get lost, no. kids. <laughs> no, no, I don't know what you think. Well, well we've, got Leanne, we've got Leanne watching and listening, and she's a oh, proper she? primary school oh, teacher. Sorry, she will, she, will kick, she yeah. will kick your ass. No, I, mate, I've I got her. absolutely a lot of respect. And what, what we've been doing for the last few months, I've got kids, I've got kids. We've been we've been sitting at home. I've got one kid in the primary school and, uh, you know, trying to get her to understand fractions this last two weeks. There's been pain. There's been tears. There's been tantrums. <laughs> uh, and I ultimately realised, Leanne, That's this is you. for you. I know exactly. Yeah. I ultimately, this is a little tip for Leanne. If you're explaining fractions to a six-year-old, a quarter is a half of a half. Just so, just take that and <laughs> do with that what you will. It's a, and if it was a chicken, it's a fourth of a chicken. That was our four, that was a day four uncovering. <laughs> a half so, of a half. Oh, I get it now. Well, what I would like to do, Kev, just based on some announcements that came out in the news today, is give a big shout out to the teachers because they have literally spent the last three to four yeah. months knocking their pan in to work out how to get schools ready to reopen. And then the government have come in today and gone, oh, just go back as normal. So I know that some people are feeling good about it. Some are raging. Yeah. And, and there's a whole bunch 
uh, in between. But uh, Kev, let's let's do a quick introduction for those that we haven't met before. Uh, my name's Gavin yeah, Oates. Uh, my name's Kevin Quantum, and uh, it's not this is, it's not it's not his, this, it's not his real name. Yes, it is. And this is the uh, Show Offs podcast. Welcome to episode it's, number two. <laughs> yeah, and you'll learn pretty quickly that Kev uses a stage name, uh, which is brilliant, and it's Quantum. Uh, that's yeah. not his actual mm. uh, surname. But we talked about that at great length yes. um, last week. So we'll probably yes. talk yeah. about it again this week. <laughs> yeah. I think we so, will. I think, in fact, I see I see already a few uh, words that have been uh, bastardized with the KQ. Um, you know how we said we agreed last year, last time there was no words ever in English that have the K and the Q together. It seems yeah. now that a few are taking on that Shakespearean, uh, that, speech, uh, that power that Shakespeare had of making up words. So well done. Well done, Mark Lovell, DJ Wood. Uh, well done, uh, well done, Marcus Gord. Yeah, well done, everyone who's uh, who's taking the piss out of my real name at the moment. Thanks, uh, thanks yeah. very much. And listen, we've got we've got a few teachers uh, joining, mate, and they're they're telling me here in the comments that they're raging at what decisions been made for them uh, right. over summer. So, so I would yeah, just I like saw... to say this this next hour, <laughs> if there's any teachers, this is an hour for you mm. to switch off uh, to to what's going on and just uh, and just enjoy yourself. So, Kev, let's um, do you want to explain to everyone who's new a wee bit about what yeah. the podcast is all about? Yeah. So, for me, the Show Offs podcast is a, a podcast primarily about uh, Gavin and I. Uh, but sometimes we have guests. Look at us. Look at us, look at us. Sometimes we have guests. So, um, because of lockdown, there's there's a problem because I'm a performer. Gav's a performer. Um, I'm like a real performer, and Gav, you know, does like sort of corporate performances. And we, we do, uh, we, uh, and we're, we're craving oh, the, <laughs> we're craving the attention right now of having. But what we share in common is a love of standing in front of people and having people watch us and and hang off of our every word and laugh at our jokes and and really just give us attention. And that's something that we're lacking right now in a massive way. So to the 18 people, uh, oh. 17, <laughs> it's just gone down, uh, that are with us right now. And by the way, by the way, can I just say for the record, we have had now almost 1,000 views of, of last week's podcast. And viewing a podcast is a tricky thing to do. That's worthy of a, is that not worthy of a jingle? Oh, me, that is, yeah. What should we, shall we do the URL? Oh, thousand, this is a fan. A thousand watches and listens of our podcast. Considering it was our first one, mm. it's, uh, it's not bad. You got one there? Yeah, I've got a fanfare for that one. You ready for this? This is a fanfare. This is a fanfare. This is a fanfare. Oh, man, I love I hearing my own voice. <laughs> pure quality. <laughs> Especially when it's layered upon layer upon layer. You've obviously got very sciencey in your ways there. I'm so, quite a great uh, uh, great <laughs> Claire's joined in. Yes, you've remembered from last week, Claire. La, yeah. la, 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 la. Lewis Campbell's in as well. Lewis is a legend. He's my nephew. Mm. Uh, right, welcome for to the show, Lewis. This is just for you, Lewis. You are awesome. Lewis is one of the biggest Kiss fans I know, and I know that we've got a mm. very special jingle uh, that will be hugely appreciated by him if you've got it there, Kev. I mean, we're, just playing, we're basically yeah. playing all the jingles in 30 we're, seconds. Yeah, no, I know. I'm going to have to make some more now. Um, would you like to see some more? Yes, sir. Go okay, for the... No problem. Sorry. <laughs> Talking I love to how Claire's iPad. remembered. La 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 la. <laughs> um, okay, let me see. Where is that uh, jingle Thank there? You, sir. Oh. May I say you're looking particularly no, handsome? Today. No iPad. Sorry, I have it programmed to certain uh, um, to respond to certain what, things. I see what you've uh, done here. Bear with me. Where is it? Oh yeah. Right. Have you got it? Go for it. What a tune. Not originally by Kiss, but taken mm. by Kiss and made a hundred times better than the original Absolutely. band, Argent. So mm. Kev was kind of explaining what the podcast is all about there. And he's right. It is us. a wee bit about us. Just mm. <laughs> It's called yeah. show off at the end of the day. But we want, <laughs> we want to just make it clear to everyone that actually our defini definition, I can't say it, definition of a, a show off is, um, is not a show off in maybe the sort of traditional sense of somebody who's a total dickhead who just wants that attention. Now, Kev has just made it very clear that we do want that attention. However, this is about, so the people we're going to have over the coming weeks and months uh, and decades probably at this rate, um, yeah. 
the guests that we're going to have on are people who have just dared to show themselves off. And we don't mean in a weird, disturbing, perverse, illegal kind of way. Somebody mm. who's just dared to put themselves out there to the world and show either their passion, their skill, their knowledge, their passion for something. So it yeah. could be somebody in the entertainment world, the sports world, the business world. It could be a writer. It could be somebody who crafts something. It honestly doesn't matter, mm -hmm. but we're going to have the most amazing exactly. guests. And, and last week, we told all our amazing listeners that we have set ourselves the goal of the dream list of, of yeah. guests. And, and list, you know, yeah. I think we should probably give everyone a, a wee update on how we're doing with that, Kev. So just as a reminder to everybody, yeah, who yeah. was it that you had as your number one target to have on our brand new podcast, Show Offs? So for me, it was a chap called Larry who voiced Lionel uh, from the 1980s cartoon classic Thundercats. Yeah, so I want to have him on. For me, Lionel was the biggest show off of all of those amazing 1980s cartoons. The way that he called all of his pals whenever he needed them. For whatever reason, yeah, he, the Thundercats... He had the sword, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. great sword. Yeah, he, he, uh, yeah like it was... I mean, if you're going to have a sword, you want the sword mm. from Thundercats. I, I wanted Lionel on this podcast, and um, and I've got an update for you. Amazing, right? Well, yeah, hang on. I, I, I sensed yeah. an update was coming because yeah. you referred oh, right, to okay. him this week. You referred mm. to him this week as Larry. And last week, mm. we didn't, mm. last week, we didn't know his name. Last week, yeah. we were still calling him Lionel, and we know that that's not actually <laughs> his name or, or the guy that voices Lionel. But you called I, him Larry, which suggests to me... I know, I know, I know. It suggests I've to me done you've a done bit your more homework. research. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so I guess probably last week he was known to me only as the guy that voiced over Lionel, you know, in the way that the guy that voiced over Panthro was called the guy that, that voiced over Panthro, uh, and so on and so on for the rest of the cast. But yeah, what I did this week was I made a, I made a critical discovery. So what I've done so far is I've been contacting his daughter, who's very active on Instagram. I think she's in the entertainment world. This week, I found. A rarely used Instagram account by, with, by a chap called Larry, who claims, and I don't know if there's any truth in this, could just be someone saying he was that guy, I don't know this, that he did the, he did the voiceover for Lionel. So what I've done is I've followed that account. That's Oh, amazing. Yeah. Is, that, is that as far as you, you've got? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> right. that's my update. So, so let me just, if we can just <laughs> clarify... You have found an account on social media, <laughs> yes. right, by a guy who's got uh, a picture yeah. of Lionel, mm -hmm. and and others. And he's by, like he's quite proud of. He's done. He's, he claims, you know, who knows right. if it's him or so, not. So just just let's go through this again. You you've yeah. just found a random account on social media that's not verified in any way of a guy that claims to be Lionel from Thundercats. That's pretty yes. much it in a nutshell, right? Yeah, found, so, I found that and I followed it. You didn't mention that. So the program. The progress for everybody this week is that you have followed that account. Yes. <laughs> do you know me? Do you know, there's two things have happened since last week. One, you've got his name. We don't even know if that's his name, but we think it's his name. And two, you followed an account. And do you know what? It could be it could be a complete bluff and it's yeah. the wrong guy and he still comes on our podcast one day. We're never gonna know, are we? I don't think our guests, I don't think our audience will know either. We're just going to wheel up someone with an American accent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's and just who's roughly go, the right oh. age. <laughs> yeah, it's him. It's him. We found him. Uh, yeah, so that's it. And, and you know, I know you're sort of belittling that, but for me, that's two massive steps. One, finding an account that might be him. And then two, using the name of that person that might be him as, cool. as the name. Well, yeah. so I mean, Larry, yeah, like, like if, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm really excited to hear your progress, Gaff. Yeah, okay, and so finding I, I, your. I also, one. I also have an update. So again, um, my, so my choice is Tiffany, as in Tiffany. the pop songstress from the '80s, uh, the 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 voice behind. I think we're alone now, which I believe is the greatest pop song of all time. In the '80s, I was in love with Tiffany. She was just the best thing on television, and that song yeah. to this day still stands the test of time. Now, anybody on here that knows me knows that I'm just the biggest fan in the world of classic rock music. You know, mm -hmm. that, just guitars and drums, love yeah. sort of glam stuff. However, every now and then, there is a pop song from throughout time that just mm -hmm. creeps its way into my playlist. And the one that's always there is I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany. So I decided um, that she was going to be my number one target for coming on as a guest. So, Kev... 
Yes. I have found, so so last week I had found her Instagram, no I hadn't, sorry, I had found a Twitter account and a Facebook page. And I had sent a private message on Facebook and for some reason I was able to send a direct message on Twitter even though uh, she doesn't follow me. And of course you can see when they've read it on Twitter because the wee tick turns blue. Yeah. So I, I looked at that tick a couple of days after sending it. Yeah. It's not blue. No. So she's not so. seen it. She's not even read it. So I thought, this isn't good enough. I'll send another tweet, right? Right, okay. So she, okay. She's, still, she's still not read it. So right. <laughs> mate, then I found Instagram. I found mate, her just, on Instagram. Can I just comment on that there, first of all? I mean, is there not a famous scientist that said <laughs> something along the lines of, if you keep on doing something and getting the same result and you keep on doing that thing, hoping for a change, then you're an idiot. I mean, I've not said that quite succinctly, but that's... No, you're thinking of Robert the Bruce and spiders. No, it's, said, well, I mean, he was kind of saying that as well, wasn't he? He said, if at first you can't get Tiffany, email her Instagram because she'll probably be more <laughs> likely to reply to that. All right, okay. So the progress you've made so far is that you did something that you've already done on Twitter, again, which yeah. who knows if it'll get her. Uh, if, yeah. if maybe something will change, but then yeah. you've actually realised at this point she's got multiple social media accounts. Yeah. So this this superstar famous she she's not just on Instagram she's on other platforms. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And, and so sorry, not just on Twitter she's on Instagram as well. Yeah. That's great news, mate. That's fantastic. Thank okay. you. Thank Tell you. us what happened. Listen, Tell us what happened. It's, yeah. it's more. It's more, it's more <laughs> Ryan saying that we sound like sex pests here. <laughs> he's also, to be fair, he's also acknowledged that he's only just tuned in at this point. Yeah, so he's missed all yeah. the... Uh, if, you've, uh, if you've missed the start of this conversation, Ryan, you, you might want to go back a wee bit because I, I now read what your comment says and agree, agree fully, it sounds awful. Um, so yeah, mate, that's my update. Uh, there's a few more communications have been sent. But uh, I don't think that's any better or worse than your update, to be honest. Your your mm. your account that could be anybody that's called Larry, who claims to be Thunder, a guy from Thundercats. In fact, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah well, to be honest, it probably is. But uh, like I said, like uh, we're we we also we also discussed this week as well. We thought it'd be a really cool idea that we've got our we've got our favorite guests. So like, we've got the guests that that kind of are meaningful to us, and we hope that they become meaningful to you if you've never heard of them as well, because we understand that some of our audience, like Adam Black aren't even 20 yet. You know, we have people in, in our in our people that are listening, watching us that don't that may not know who Tiffany is or they may not have heard of Lionel. So we actually this today and in the future, we, we're actually gonna we're gonna give throw the baton out to you guys as well. If there's someone out there and we're looking we're looking for a certain type of show off, aren't we, Gav? Someone who's not someone who's a superstar famous like like Beckham. I mean we take them, but we're looking for we're looking for someone that's just slightly slightly niche how do i maybe you could do a better job explaining it gav yeah no i think you're right we want somebody who is not on every other podcast at the moment because mm, there's a yeah. lot of podcasts have just obviously appeared on the scene during lockdown and things like that it's the same people on every single one so we're looking for childhood heroes we're looking just people who are actual legends but are maybe maybe not actually getting the attention that they deserve so mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's where our choices have come from and actually you know, I think what everybody watching and listening will realize is that our ability to source guests, reach out to them, and land them is second to none, Kev. Um, so yeah, absolutely. We're, we're well connected. Yeah, yeah and actually, I would like to drop something in here, Kev, and that is yeah. that we do actually have a confirmed guest. Now, it's not Tiffany, and it's not Lionel, but we will be letting everyone know next week who it is and exactly what date this individual is on and we have to say this person is actually a household name for all the right reasons and you'll be blown away they're not they're not on next week but we'll be announcing next week what date they are coming on and you will love it this person is just phenomenal and um basically we'll just sit back for an hour and let them do what they do yeah. me who is it you guess we spoke about earlier yeah yeah you, you remember now right yeah. listen kev let's play a game yeah it's time yeah which game right. we're we gonna play we've got a few games haven't we 
So, so we're going to play uh, oh, one of my absolute favourite games from last week. It's called Words That Aren't Words. You might want to call it Words, uh, Word or Not Word, but let's go with Words That Aren't Words. Now, last week the word was whelmed, and the, well. the, the general consensus from our listeners and yourself, Kev, was that whelmed is not a word. But in actual fact, what we discovered is that whelmed is a word, overwhelmed is the word that was never meant to be a word because whelmed and overwhelmed mean the exact same thing. <laughs> How cool is that? It's really cool, mate, but I'm, I'm actually questioning now what, why is it on the show Offs podcast at the moment? Because, because it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So you found another, I mean, I didn't realise you were so bookish, but so you found another word now that, that ticks this criteria that, that we there's one aspect of it that we commonly use, but it isn't actually a word. But there's a variation of that word, shorter or longer, that so is the word. The reason the reason this came about is because you chose a name that's not really your name. I <laughs> uh, see. Like uh, so, for everybody who didn't listen last week, Kev's name is Kevin Quantum. But we discussed for yeah. quite a few minutes that it's not his name. He's made he's made up a name. So it led to the conversation about you just make words up and people believe they're true. So people think Kev's name's Kev Quantum. Nobody actually thinks it's my name. that. It's not. Um, his name's Meg Mahon. But so it led to the conversation of there are words out there that are not words that people think they're words. So last week it was whelmed. This week we need all, everybody that's watching this to put into the comments right now word or not word. Bigly. B I G L Y. Used by President Trump himself. Bigly. Bigly. Stop Googling it. Stop Googling it. You lot have just reached for your phones. Is it a word or not a word? Bigly. It Big sounds like. like a character out of an Enid Blyton book, you know, like a, an animal of some kind. And then Mr. Yeah, Bigley came around the corner. That's what yeah, I was talking about. Yeah, or it's the kid that trips over his lunchbox. His name was Bigley. Bigley. Is it his first name or his last name? Nah. Bigley. All right, <laughs> so Bigley, 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 Bigley. I would say Bigley. Okay, the future, I've never the heard future of this before. I would say it's not a word. Well, well, for this podcast, over time, we're going to do it Bigley. Right. Okay. So, some what what do they call those ly words? Is that an adverb? Mate, Is that I'm a right? School, I used to be a primary school teacher. I don't know. Teachers, teachers know that. What are ly words? They're adverbs. Yeah. So, Clara Nicola, at last some common sense coming through. Bigly can't be a word. It's never been used, and uh, nothing to do with Trump. But I've just never heard it used. In fact, if Trump said it, probably it would. Does he make up words? I've never really listened to too many of his speeches, to be honest with you. Um, well, but I know no, that I know that I know that I know that when he used it in one of his speeches, it was either it was about two years ago, I think. He got absolutely ripped for it in the press by millions and millions of people all across social media for using the word bigly. So, mate, I if think you're talking about show-offs, Trump, the the battle between Trump and North Korea, Korea's leader was it Kim Jong Un. Do you remember, like, like a few years ago, Kim Jong Un used a really, really old-fashioned word to describe Trump, a dotard. Have you heard that before? <laughs> Was it a dotard? Yes. A dotard? Yes. And no yes. one knew what the word meant. <laughs> and then they researched it, and something like meant someone who's going a bit seen, an old person who's going a bit senile. And everyone was like, "Yeah, <laughs> nailed it." Yeah, yeah, that's what he is. Yeah. Uh, so, looking at the comments here. Um, I would say about 99% of, of folks joining in here are saying that yeah. it's not a word, not although a word. J Jane says that it is a word. Craig Deluded. says that Deluded. it is a word. Um, Craig's added a wee bit. He's saying it is a word, but you know Trump probably didn't write his own speech anyway. So you ready for this, Kev? You ready? Yeah, go for it. Drum, drum roll, drum roll. Oh, there's there's uh, Snaily Bob. That's Ailey to me, uh, saying our dad always says, love you bigly. Oh. Love that. Love you bigly. Kev, I love you I bigly. Do. I know. I'm just trying to think where, how I would use the word bigly. Uh, excuse me. I love you bigly. The yeah, but, you know, in a, in a real <laughs> sentence. <laughs> was it, the fox quickly jumped over the, the bigly wall. No, that doesn't work. It doesn't <laughs> work. It's like, I love you bigly. I bigly love. Is it bigly love? Largely love. I don't get it. I don't get it. Okay, tell us. Sorry, I, love, I interrupted your, I love, your drum roll. I love how Lewis I, has jumped in saying, I don't care if it's a real word or not. I'm going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what so uh, those, of you, those of you who said it's not a word, 
it totally is. It's one hundred percent a word. It's legal. It's it's uh, it's used. Well, it's not really used. Let's be honest. But bigly is officially a recognised word in the English language. So there you go, Kev. That's what does it mean? What does it mean? Don't really know. Mate, you can't just dangle that. You can't just say it's a word but not have anything to back it yeah, up. Yeah, well, like. the context I used it in earlier. We're going to do it bigly. You know what I mean? It does mean we're going to do it bigger than the rest. We're going to do it really well. We're going to do it big time. We're going to do it bigly. Uh, yeah, see, that doesn't make sense to me. Bigly. I'm going to do it bigly. I'm going to do it bigly. I'm going to do it quick. Well, you know what? Actually, now it's becoming, becoming a bit more acceptable when you put it like if that. I how was your yeah. how was uh, how was your Father's Day, Bigly? My Father's Day, yeah, that's right. So we're both dads, and I'm a dad, and this is Father's Day in the UK. I don't know if it's Father's Day in America as well. I know we have some people tuning it in is. from America. Um, it yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I had like uh, what I, I've got a six year old daughter, and um, what she does for me um, every Father's well every birthday. We'll come back to birthdays in a moment or two, but she this time around they had a made I got. Breakfast in bed, I got meal, well, I got breakfast. I got um, really nice meals cooked for me. They both came in with T-shirts and cards. And, yeah, just really warm sentiments from uh, from my, my, my beautiful they came family. In with, they came in with T-shirts? Aye, they came with T-shirts saying, like, you're the best papa. Oh, what was it? Ah, uh, right. Uh, so not, not, not T-shirts for you? There's, there's, there was one that said something along the lines of, there's no papa... Quite sure, like, Papa. Yeah, that's what I wanted to see. That's what I wanted to see. But I said, "There's no, there's no Papa quite like you," or something like that. And I was like, "Oh my God!" If it had said, "There's no Papa quite like Show Papa," <laughs> that would have been amazing. That's I'd have worn that. I'd have worn that, even though it doesn't really fit me. I'd have worn that tonight. Yeah. So I had that, and um, Melody was wearing something along the lines of, "You're the best Papa." But yeah. So it's just things that make you feel good. as a show off. I love that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, genuinely, Father's Day. I don't know, like. Uh, is it? It's never really been a massive thing for me, but I guess in lockdown, maybe it'll be one that I remember. Definitely, yes. Yeah. The one that we're the one that overlapped the first of our podcast. <laughs> uh, what were yours, Gab? What were yours? Your kids yeah. are a bit older than mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was good, mate. It's uh, it usually consists of uh, sweets, and uh, that's pretty much it. So, uh, no, it was great. We had a great time again during lockdown. It's very odd, isn't it? I yeah. uh, I, I find um, I find uh, Father's Day all a wee bit sentimental you know you and I have both lost our dads and and you know it's always one of those days that I find really weird really strange and you know I, I have moments where I'm having a great time with my kids and then I have moments where I'm sitting in a room on my own feeling really down about the fact that I can't just you know you go into things like Facebook and here's all these lovely posts going me and my dad and then you're like yeah I'd love to be able to do that but um no do you know what mate it was nice it was uh, it was a strange last week was just a strange week yeah. in general um but um no, it was lovely well, to uh, yeah. It was lovely to spend I, it with the kids. As you say, my dad. I went to visit my mum on Father's Day as well, and um, we uh, we actually built a fence for my mum. So my mum, she moved to a house. She moved to a different house, and uh, she had this big, lovely front garden. But because it was open and it's in this kind of estate, and there's lots of other houses, and there's lots of folk walking dogs, and there's dogs just running across it. And you're like, let's get that fenced up. Let's just uh, let's stamp our authority on this. So all of our, my brother mainly, and my other sister Helen. Built this amazing fence around the garden. Absolutely awesome. Did it in two days over that Father's Day weekend. And I turned up to dig a wee hole, dig a wee hole uh, in the garden. Now, what I hadn't known is when my, my dad was a gardener and when uh, when we left our old house in Recife, um, when we left that, or when my mum left it, moved through to South Queensbury, my brother, my younger brother, who's also a gardener, he dug up this massive rhododendron, which had been in the, in the garden my dad had uh, had for years. I didn't know this. And then he brought it to South Queensferry, to my mum's new place, uh, along with another plant that he brought also from the garden. And this was a this was a plant that my dad had nursed uh, through, I guess, through through childhood, <laughs> all the way up past adolescence into mature adulthood. Uh, yeah, so he, he, he nursed it bigly. Beautiful, you probably did. Anyway, this lovely rhododendron, and we uh, I dug this beautiful hole, and uh, that's all I did. I'm still feeling, I've never done a hard day's work in a long time, but I dug a hole in very tough soil, let me add. And we stuck this rhododendron down, and, it, and it's there in the garden now, and it's just a lovely tribute to him and love, to his, his sort of legacy. Yeah, it's beautiful, well, we, we, we mate. Is this, is, this, is this your first Father's Day without your dad? 
Uh, it's my second. It's my second. One. Second, sorry. Yeah. yeah okay. It's my second. Yeah. I, he, I mean, that's a I, I, that's a lovely thing to be able to do, and and to to be able to take um to have the ability, Kev, to show off through your hole digging skills and your fence building skills. Uh, I, I mean, to bring to to bring that up on a show off podcast mm. takes takes balls, mate. That's because you've just taken gardening to a whole new level. See, my dad, he he wasn't like what you'd call a traditional show off. I would say he showed off with his gardening, with his fresh fruit and vegetables in the summer, with these beautiful plants. Is he the, the guy that turned? Is he the guy? Is he the guy? Was he the guy? You you turn up at like the local fair and everyone's displaying their vegetables, and it's like, oh, look at my spring onions, yeah, and then you get to the next guy. That. Mate, I, I know fine well. You got four yeah. tables down, and uh, was your, your old man was one of those guys that had a spring onion this size. It was it was bigger than your entire torso, and he just but but nobody was allowed to touch his spring onion. There's a statement I've, to say out loud. I've noticed that my, my younger sister Helen uh, Helen Quantum's uh, is 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 joined the chat there, and uh, <laughs> she'll tell you she'll tell you that any food that was grown in the garden did not have a chance to leave that garden because we were all hungry fuckers. Like there was four of us kids running about, and we ate everything that he he grew. So uh, he was a great man, and like I have to say, like it wasn't a traditional show off in the, in the normal sense of the word. So I I I'm not sure about your dad, Gab, but I was guessing um, from the little I know about him, he wasn't probably a traditional show-off either in the sense of the words no but or- my dad was my dad was my dad was gallus as fuck he was brilliant he uh so no he, do you know my, my dad was one of those amazing guys do you know quick story about about my dad right to the end <coughs> mate he just he just knew how to nail the moment <coughs> and uh, I'll, I'll tell this quickly and it's not a doom and gloom story i promise but my dad right he'd been really real really really ill for a very long time and uh we got a phone call uh, on a Monday morning. Uh, in fact, I can tell you right now, it was, uh, it was Monday the 19th of March uh, 2012 to say, you need to come now. That's it. He's been in hospital for a few days. Unfortunately, he's not got long left. And I was in Edinburgh and he was an heir. So, of course, that started this huge, huge journey. Like you, It was like half six in the morning. I don't know if anybody's ever done the drive from Edinburgh to Ayrshire on a Monday morning. Like, it is horrendous. You hit Glasgow, it's a nightmare. Then it gets better. Then you hit that kind of, you're starting to come into the Ayrshire's and it just gets rubbish again. But anyway, off we went, or off I went. And of course, I'm driving way faster than I should have been. But of course, I'm, I'm freaking out thinking, am I going to get there in time? Am I going to be able to say goodbye to my dad? And oh my God, and if I do... Is he going to be able to hear me? Because I've been told he it wasn't pretty. He was all strapped up to all sorts of machines, and he was drugged up and all that sort of stuff. I was thinking, right, what what is this going to be like? And it took me forever to get there. And I got uh, I got to the the hospital, and I ran up the stairs, and I ran down the corridor, and I got in. And my mum was there, and my brother was there, and they said, "Look, we're going to give you a few minutes on your own." So I had this moment in, in the room where I sat and I said all the things that I wanted to say and he didn't move, he didn't flinch, he didn't he didn't say anything. Um, and it was quite, you know, it was quite unpleasant to see him lying there all hooked up to the machines mm. and stuff. And he was in renal failure at that point, so it wasn't particularly nice. And then he decided to hang in there for another 24 hours, Kev, right? <laughs> I could have taken my time, right? But I think he was just going. I, I'm going to, I'm going to make you, uh, I'm going to make you work for your goodbyes, son. I'm going to make you work for my, my love right at the end here. So I actually went back. I went home that night to my mum's house, and my mum stayed at the hospital. And um, my mum said, if anything happens, well, I'll phone you because at that point I'm only ten minutes away, right? So the next morning, got in nice and early, and um, we were sitting there in the room with him. And so my dad's still not moved not uttered a word, not said anything, eyes have been closed for for over 24 hours now. And my mum's in the room, I'm in the room, and uh, my brother's in the room. And out of nowhere, out of nowhere, his eyes pinged open, pung open, pinged open, pung open, doesn't matter. His eyes pinged open, we'll go with pung actually, his eyes pung open, (laughs) his head came up off the pillow, he looked right at my mum, right at my brother, right at me and simply said, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> At which point, Kev, he shut his eyes and he was gone. Mm. That was it. That was yeah. my dad's last That was my dad's last words. Now that for me, yeah. that is you're right, it's not the traditional show off, but that is just cool as you know, it's right at the end. And uh, I just thought, what a wonderful last words to go out with, because it just made me think, you know, even my 
my hero in life has no idea what's actually going on in the world. No one really knows. We're all making it up. And I just thought, there's a show-off way to leave this world, you know? You know, when you were telling that story there, Gav, and he, when he sat up in bed and opened his eyes, I thought you said you were going to say that he just let off a ginormous fart. <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to end up. Uh, I'm not sure what would be better, to be honest. Uh, no, no, that's, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well... That, I, guess, I guess life moves on. Life's moves on. We, I mean, in, the, in this last month, just as a quick segue, I mean, um, we've both had birthdays, haven't we? We're both uh, we we're moving on. And, so uh, I was uh, 41 last Thursday. But yes, happy birthday, that, dude. Thank you very much. Um, uh, do you know, it, it didn't feel particularly like a birthday this time around, just with everything that's gone. But, Kev, mm. what's more exciting is that just a week or two ago, you... With a big 4-0. I did turn 40, yeah, big 4-0, and uh, absolutely feeling it. You know, I've, I've taken on a few things now. I've taken on, like, I'm doing, like, half an hour of stretching a day now. Uh, <laughs> to get, uh, you know, I've not been able to sit cross-legged since I was about six, and even then it was a struggle. So I, I've set myself a challenge of being able to sit cross-legged for more than five minutes. And um, teeth whitening. I love, I love I love the fact that forty years of age and you're retraining your body to cross your legs. Well, I think you know. I think there's like a, there's direct uh, evidence now that shows that you're uh, how how successfully you grow old and how much health and fitness you have in your in your old age is directly related to how much flexibility you have. So I'm like, all right, that correlation. I'm a scientist. That, um, not not a not forgot a real scientist, so I'll use that to my benefit. So I've done that, done, done the old teeth whitening. I've actually I've dropped a few shades oh. now, I'm a bit, a bit whiter than I was. Don't know if I told you that. Uh, so that's about two weeks of teeth whitening, and uh, and 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 yeah, I'm, I'm still working on my hamstring injury. Weekend warrior about a year ago. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> knackering my hand. This is what happens when you get older. Like, you don't realise it at the time, but certain parts just fall apart. Uh, but most so, importantly, yes, go for it, guy. Was it? Was there anything though that like? Mm. The minute you, you opened your eyes on turning 40, that you noticed it changed? Because obviously yeah, you didn't absolutely. wake up and start having to do half an hour of stretching every day, which is really No, funny. I know. Well, I mean, uh, that kind of, I don't know why, that, I mean, it just sort of happened about it. But yeah, there was one moment, there was one moment, we've had a wee chat about this as well before, I told you this moment, where uh, I was, <laughs> thanks Craig, um, just said midlife crisis in the chat. There's one moment when I was standing outside my house. Now, um, Gav will know that I live on like a sort of a street, there's, this house is on one side and on the other side of the road, there's this council playing field. And we've got a beautiful view over this playing field. <clears throat> Normally it sits unused most of the time. Because of lockdown, everybody's kicking about in it because it's a wee bit hidden away. The police weren't coming around and breaking up groups. And a few nights ago, there was like a bunch of guys, a bunch of young, young, young men, uh, you know, like late teens, that kind of age, kicking about, kicking about football. And I'm like, you know, absolutely no problem with that unless there's a chance that football might come near mine or my neighbour's cars. <laughs> no, this, this oh, you, you've, you've become one of them, haven't you? <laughs> I mean, listen, if there's a ball travelling at close to 50 miles per hour and it smacks the front side of your car, you're raging, eh? Yeah, but when, but you, anyway, were a kid, when you were a kid, you must have kicked that ball hundreds of times off of someone else's cars. But, ah, oh, sorry, big man, sorry, and get your ball and run it. Because that's how you speak. Ah, fight. Think, sorry, I big man. Know, no, you didn't speak like that in five, man. Um, ah, you, but you speak... No, you don't. I you're no, talking like a class region. You're mixing up your tuning your anyway. So um these kids were playing. I was outside with with the, the push chair, which I thought was enough to deter them. Because the, so there's a fence that separates, so there's a grassy bit, grassy bit, there's a fence, and then there's a road with the cars parked on either side, and there's a house on the on the other side. So right? just to be clear, did you build that fence? No, that fence was already there. Not that high, mind you. It's like literally it's about, you know, maybe what, meter and a half, two meters high. Kids were playing football. But do you think you'll be, based on your earlier story, you'll be going out and fixing that fence at any point? Uh, there's, I, I've, I've noticed, you know what, I notice when it gets, <laughs> um, see, see when it gets a little bit less repaired, I notice now when bits are missing, they're like, oh, a little bit of the fence. <laughs> I've got a memory now for the fence. But anyway, right, so they could have been, they could have been playing anywhere in the park. They could have been playing in the middle. But because they didn't want to chase the ball after they've, they've scored a goal or they've missed a the goal, they, they play it off the fence or bounces off the fence. But you never, like, you, you know what it's like when you're playing football. You never hit the ball less than two metres when you're taking a shot. Every now and again, and for these guys, happened a few times, it goes over two metres and it flies over the fence 
and it just gets stopped by one of the parked cars. So I, I parked myself with my wife and my, my baby daughter in the pram quite close to the area where these balls could possibly fly over the fence, thinking that'll be a wee deterrent. No, these fuckers uh, continue to play. Now, at this moment, I'm like thinking, well, you know, they're playing football, it's locked down, live and let live. But at that point, and you'll know what I'm talking about here, I got a look from my wife. <laughs> a, look, a look saying, you better go and sort that. And I'm like, oh fuck! I'm gonna have to. I'm now gonna have to challenge nine, uh, nine or ten kids around the age of 18, 17 to twenty, to tell them to stop playing fucking football. I'm not relishing this. Anyway, the ball comes over. The boy gets it, and I said, like, let's just let that. They, they all wave, sorry, sorry, big money, sorry, and they kept on playing. Game continues. Game continues. Uh, ball comes over again. This time hits the side of a car, and Svetlana, my wife, is now looking at me, going man up or I'll be doing this and there's part of me thinking you'd probably actually handle this a lot better than I would if you want to <laughs> anyway I pick up the ball throw it back to him still see nothing right and I can feel the tension rising tension rising comes over a third time and I'm like oh man what am I going to do here so I can get I could get the ball I could walk over to them all I could challenge all nine of them uh, but that's never going to end well, me trying to face down a group of nine or ten uh, these kids. So what I do is I pick it up, and this you is could, what I you did. You could show them some stretch moves. I picked up the ball deliberately very slowly, slow enough so that one of the guys, the guy that kicked the ball, came up to the fence, jumped over it to get to retrieve the ball. And I said to him, yeah, you want to please stop kicking that ball over the fence? <laughs> 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 it's so, the thing is like nowadays you can't do what guys used to say like like I remember being like 9 and 10 and you'd kick the ball into the neighbour's garden and come out with a knife and go I'm going to burst your ball son like you can't do stuff like that now nah mate you'd, you'd never get you'd away get with that trouble. you, yeah. you fantasise about doing things like that you, you, in my head I'm like I'm going to pull out my lino sword just slice it mid-air half it <laughs> take that motherfuckers you know and that sort of thing you know you play these scenarios <laughs> out in your head you throw these kind of little cups back at them and, uh, and it just it lands on their face. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, uh, didn't, didn't happen. They, they did move, though. They took my stern warning and they heeded it and they moved, because I love that word, they, heed, they took heed. Yeah, took heed of that warning. Oh, moved to the centre of the field. Kid. Had to That's chase the ball a bit more. But, I mean, I, I won definitely that. A word of a, definitely the word of a 40-year-old there, Kev. Yeah, heed. Yeah, I'm not even talking the Scottish heed. version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're using the so, traditional old man version. That's my four-year-old so, story. Nothing to do with showing off. Uh, more to no, do with fear and. Uh, well, it's yeah. to do with not showing off. I mean, you've you've completely failed in your show-off uh, role, <laughs> right? Right there. Um, you know, you're also a magician. In fact, Pauline and I have got the same thoughts here. You should have just made it disappear, Kev. You know, oh, yeah. you are a magician. You claim to be a scientist, or you used to be, but you're not really one anymore. It's a bit like yeah. your name. Like you're just making shit up. Like you know, magician just, and scientist. Yeah, it's not really a thing. Um, actually, I want to come back to your name for a moment, Kev, because you know we spent a good twenty minutes last week talking about the fact that uh, Kevin Quantum isn't your real name. Um, I and remember led, the chat, yeah. And it, but it led to this huge conversation about the letters K and Q and how you know you chose to just go with your initials. So I went with my initials mm. and. You know, are you called KQ at home or just Kikwe? And then it led to this conversation of other words with K and a Q in it. Yeah, but you, you were specific. You couldn't find any of it, was it? You were, well, you were, no, but mate, we found some and you know we found some, but you were specifically looking for K and Q together, but we were getting all sorts of suggestions like kumquat. <laughs> and yeah. things like that. But that doesn't Mate, even have K and Q together. That was just a made up. No, I know. But fruit. can I tell you something I've discovered in the last few days since we had this discussion about K and Q and Kumquat and all that sort of stuff? Go on. Mate, so I was looking at both your names, and by both I don't mean Kevin and Quantum, I mean your real name and your pretend name. So obviously you've got Kevin McMahon or McMahon, depending on how people pronounce it, and uh -huh. you've got Kevin Quantum, your fake name, right? Yeah. I was playing around with some anagrams of, of of both your names, right? And I've got I've got some news for you, mate. Yeah. So I like to tell you, um, <laughs> no, they do. I'd like to tell you uh, the anagram of your real name first because it's right. amazing. Like it's amazing, Kev. So Kevin McMahon. I don't know if you've ever done an anagram of your name before. 
Uh, no, I've not. Me, did you do this yourself, or did you stick it into a, a machine? Uh, yeah. Get to what? <laughs> All right. Can't well, admit any of that. Neither. Well, so, from role. Kevin McMahon is yeah. Nick, as in the name N I C K, yeah. Venom Ham. Nick <laughs> Venom Ham, mate. Mate, that's like a baddie. That's like a baddie from Mask. Do you remember Mask? <laughs> yeah, I do. That's amazing. <laughs> that made, yeah. There you go. yeah, there we are. Mate. So that's my anagram. Okay, this this is brilliant. All right, there must be. So where is the machine that did this for you, Gav? I do not believe so, you no, sat no, down. No, stop, 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 mate. I've got more. I've got more. Don't do anything. Just listen. So Nick Venomham, mate, that is like the most genius baddie name that there's ever been. And the fact that we were in the color ham just makes it even even better that you've got the word ham in there. So um, Nick Venom Ham is your, uh, is your baddie name. But mate, I then worked out an anagram of your pretend name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I'm so, going to totally... I didn't realise this was all about... Okay, right, okay. I know, I know where right. we are now. So, so there's two words, right, yeah. in, in your, your pretend name. Oh, Pauline, stop ruining it for me. So um, you're <laughs> right, Kevin. Listen, stop. You stop doing my name because I've got my own name sorted already. It's coming. So <laughs> the second word I'm going to share with you is venin. V e n i n. So it's not a word that I knew, right? But venin is is your new surname, <laughs> mate. Do you know what the first name is? No, tell me. Kum Kumquat. <laughs> <laughs> And if anybody was listening last week, you'll know why that's so funny. Kev, right, an okay. anagram of Kevin Quantum is kumquat venin. Let me tell you what venin means, right? Venin is a toxic substance found in the venom of a poisonous snake. Mate, so basically it's kumquat poison. That's your new name. So, so is it venin? Yeah, V-E-N-I-N. No, you're right. So, so you're... It looks brilliant. So your false name yeah. is Nick. Sorry, your real name is Nick Venomham. Your pretend <laughs> baddie name is Kumquat Venom. You can imagine a battle right now between Nick Venomham and Kumquat Venom. So I think I think what we're all wanting to do here, Gav, is actually find out what Gavin Oates uh, turns into. Right, I'll just tell you. Vagina toast. Cheers. <laughs> Yes. Oh, brilliant. All right. Okay. I see why you left that as the punchline. <laughs> Mate, you said that so quickly there. I'm not sure if I quit. I'm laughing because I think it I is what it was. You it, is it, once more. It, it, it isn't spelled 100% correctly, but it's worth it. So it's vagina toast, but T O E S T, Kev. Oh. So it's, um, it, I've accidentally just called the emergency services on my mobile, Kev. <laughs> I don't know how I've done it. Hang on. Um, so, uh, vagina toast. There you go. Mate, you know what? It would be vagina toes if your surname was spelled correctly. You're right. <laughs> I've already thought it. I've already <laughs> thought it. But, but, mate, this is a show hosted by Kumquat Venom and Vagina Toast. <laughs> and no, that's not, no, you have to put the right one on. You have to put the T on at the end or it doesn't work. I don't know. I quite like it. I quite like the fact. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Oh, I love the fact that we've got. Well, we've got we've got Marcus and Mardi telling us that the names are outstanding, and Mardi thinks it's perfect. Do you know that Mardi is one of the best human beings on the world? I don't. Mardi Brown is my first ever comedy partner. Rory Brown rolls as big sister. She's like Mardi my big Brown. sister. Mardi, I love you. Good to see that you're on here. Um, so yeah, mate. So what do you think of what do you think of your new names, Kev? Nick Venomham and Kumquat Venom are in battle with Vagina Toast. Yeah, I mean, I can see it now. I remember, like, I have like I watched a wee bit of sci-fi, Gav. I'll tell you. And uh, one thing I was watching recently um, on oh, what was it called again? Oh, okay. Then it was a battle scene. It's like part of the Marvel universe, and uh, there's a battle scene between these two mutants that have the most amazing powers 
uh, and, and they go together and they've, they've got this ability to sort of manipulate space and time and have energy flowing around them. That, that's how I imagine it. What I'll do is I'll find the link to that battle scene and I'll send it to the, everyone later on in, in, on, our, on our sort of yeah, uh, page. But it's the you best battle that. scene I've ever seen. You can take that down now. I think you should put up your own name again, Nick Venomham, because it's just I tremendous. I don't quite, quite like how that looks. I like, so the word, I like the fact that you hyphenated it as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I wanted the ham to stand out a wee bit, so I thought that would be quite a fun uh, quite a fun thing to do. Yeah, Absolutely tremendous. So um, mm. if, if uh, just out of interest, um, if, uh, if you were French, what would your name be? Kevin. Uh, Kevion. That's Kevion. Kind of like, um, like, that's the kind of thing that my brothers and sisters would have. I, I would be called caviar or Kevion. Um, and I would caviar. call my brother. Yeah, caviar. That's <laughs> one of the. Just because it starts with K. Like, that was, that was as crazy as it. As is caviar not a C? I'm trying to think. Is Helen still on? My, my sister Helen was on earlier. Um, I'm trying to think. She, she never had too many nicknames. At one point, I thought it'd be really funny to call my two sisters by their opposite names. I just, I just, because your new name would be Nick Venom Jambon, which I really like. Jambon, McMahon. Nick Venom Jambon. Yeah, that's a cool name. It's not as cool as Vagina Toes. I think the imagery in Vagina Toes is is actually quite, quite, quite brilliant too. It conjures up. Carry on. I just said, depending on if it's vagina toes or vagina toast, it's. Uh, I, I actually, you know what? I just laughed when you when you said it originally. I just laughed because it's just a funny combination of words. But now, now I'm I'm putting the pictures together. In my head. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's actually vagina toes because toes are weird. Toes actually stick out, don't they? Toes are things that protrude, and vagina's going to do you. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. We don't need to. No, we don't. We're, no, we're in a... I'd like to point. I'd like to point a comment from Ryan there. He said that even better because we referenced the baddies from Mask who were called Venom. Uh, yeah. It's which stands for Vicious oh, Evil Network of Mayhem. Mask was actually one of my all-time favourite shows as a kid. I had all the characters. I had Rhino, I had T-Bob, uh, and all the wee characters. Just I bought for Ryan. I had Boulder Hill, the proper Boulder Hill. I remember the Christmas that I got it that year. Never been so happy. It was tremendous game, uh, tremendous toys, and a tremendous uh, TV show. So, Kev, what's um, what's the rest of the week looking like for you at the moment? Um, seeing indoors. Uh, might might be working in Italy. Uh, there's a TV show there over there that's uh, that's uh, that quite liked. Um, don't know if anyone knows this, but I was on Britain's Got Talent a few weeks ago. Just um, just put Kevin Quantum, my real name, into into YouTube and put BGT afterwards actually, to the act. Actually, if you if you YouTube uh, Nick Venom Ham, you'll see him on BGT. If you type yeah. in Nick Venom Jambon, you'll see him on the French one. On the French version, yeah. And yeah. Uh, anyway, so the Italian one, they quite like the Cannonball Act. So I might be going out to Italy. It's pretty exciting news. And uh, tomorrow night, I'm doing my, my Zoom show, uh, The Trick That Fooled, which is on yeah, uh, 9p. Oh, no, sorry, it's Thursday night, Thursday night. So if you're wanting to do something uh, with your time, but you want to spend money doing it rather than this where it's free, uh, then uh, come and watch my show. It's called The Trick That Fooled. You'll get the stuff from my website. So that's it, yeah. I, I love, I mean, I, Zoom shows were a wee bit weird for me at first because I was, you want to do a show, you want to do it in front of people, but... Zoom's really the only medium now you can actually use to, to access audiences, but I've, I've loved it. I've loved putting this show together. What's, what's the and, weirdest thing that's happened whilst you're on Zoom live? What's the craziest, most bizarre thing that's happened for you? Oh, well, when the show, I, I think I ironed out most of the big problems in the, in the previews, because I did one actually with you and some friends and family and things as well. The weirdest thing that's happened, you know, it's the weirdest thing. Um, you know, probably it wasn't actually on a show, dude. Do you remember when we were rehearsing our uh, podcasts and we were you had your? <laughs> we're using the word rehearsing very, very loosely here. Gavin and I were rehearsing podcasting. We weren't sure how to do it, and we were doing this streaming thing. And uh, what Gav didn't know was his kids got into his laptop and changed some of the settings on the background. <laughs> but, but I know you probably went on and seen all these kind of sort of little comedy videos on uh, on YouTube or not of someone changing the background on on their Zoom tech. Gav had a forest on his forehead. Right? I was also upside down. Yeah, he couldn't get rid of it. And whenever he went, it would sort of move to, to, to like a forest landscape. And 
it was really weird to just followed his face around. Yeah, my head was upside down. In the forehead was the forest, but the rest of me was thermal. Do you remember? Yeah, I was like, like thermal like a predator or something. And yeah. uh, and you were you were like you were starting to get really pissed off, weren't you? Because uh, you hate stuff like this. Gav hates this sort of shit. When the, when this when this sort of thing happens, when he has it all set up, you know, you've set your laptop up, you've got your speaker, I've got the microphone, everything's ready to go, and you're fucking. Your kids come in, eh? Right, let's have a look at what that's got going on here. Change all the settings. Yeah, so that's probably the funniest thing that's happened, actually. It wasn't even live, it was just you and I, but I was pissing myself. I just did, with uh, frustration. I did a live interview uh, for a, a sort of an entrepreneurship show. It's all aimed at uh, business startups and, and, and um, business owners that are early on in their journey and so on. And it was it's it's not it's not that it was like really serious, but it was quite a professional setup. And I was I was sitting here uh, with my normal background, which uh, we can discuss later, Kevin. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but I was sitting, I, I was all ready to go, and it was going live. So we were using uh, they were using the same software that that, that we are using for for the podcast um, this mm-hmm. evening, and um, you know it, it started, and we were only about five minutes in. Now it was only a half hour show. But there was quite a lot of people watching. You know, I think there was about forty or fifty people uh, tuned in. And as I'm sitting chatting away, like like to my side, like just there, just now, about there, there's a door, right? And I just heard, a, and I could see a little piece of paper out the out the the corner of my eye coming under the door. <laughs> now, on this particular day, my my wife was at work because she. Uh, she runs a high school, uh, she's a deputy head teacher, and her school is a hub for key worker kids. So there's a couple of days a week, she's in the school, right? So it was just me and the two kids in the house. And I'm thinking, why are the kids putting a note under the under the note, the door? They, they know I'm live. They know this is a show. It's an important moment, and, and I'm the guest speaker and all this sort of stuff. And as I was getting asked a question, I managed to just have a little, a little glance down, and it just said, Bowie... That's our cat, by the way. His full name's David Bowie, but we just call him Bowie for short. Bowie has brought in a mouse. And I just at this moment, he's, he's never done this before at this point, ever. He's only one. And all of a sudden, I'm trying to keep a straight face, stay calm, answer proper grown-up questions about starting a business and things like this. And I've got this image of my two kids downstairs. I can hear them. I can hear them running around trying to catch not just Bowie, but the mouse that's in his mouth that sometimes he lets go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, I don't, I can't go and I can't just walk away. Two or three minutes later, I can see this other wee, other wee piece of paper coming under the door, and it just says, "Help." It's <laughs> 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 this awful moment of. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't able to help them, but fortunately, mm. my son managed to uh, managed to catch the mouse and get rid of it. So that's the weirdest thing that's happened for me. Apart from that, the only other thing I can think of um, is. Uh, I was taking part in a wee, a wee workshop and it got hacked. It actually got hacked on, on Zoom. And in one of the squares that had, well, there was lots of people on, just all of a sudden came on and there was a guy sitting on the toilet with a phone out in the room watching him and he was just rocking and grunting. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. And the people the, the people that were running the thing were brilliant. They were really calm, mm. really professional. They managed to remove them off the off the Zoom chat. But mate, I was sitting there and in my head I'm thinking, more, more. This is there's a guy doing a shit on my Zoom call. It's brilliant. Yeah, I mean I mean, what kind of show off do you need to be to, to, to get your kicks rubbed? <laughs> well that's it. I mean, well the thing is if you imagine the amount of teenagers that are sitting around bo- mate, it's like it's like us. When I was a teenager, right, and you were bored, you'd make funny phone calls. You must have done that. You make funny phone calls. That's the modern day equivalent. You've got a bunch of lads, 17 years of age, can't mm. do anything, bored shitless, going, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to jump into somebody's uh, Zoom meeting with a bunch of uh, business owners and have a jobby. See, mate, I think you're looking at this the wrong way. I think this guy was thinking to himself, you know what? I think, you know, I do some fucking amazing... I think I probably do shits better than anybody else in the world. I need an audience for this, right? And he's probably put out a few little pre-recorded ones here and there. And he thinks to himself, you know what, fuck it, now's the time. I'm going to jump into a live Zoom and just see if I can pull it off live in front of people. Fucking nailed it. I mean, you know, I think, uh, Kev, I think that's a wonderful, a wonderful story to to start to wrap up on. uh, Yeah, probably. With you. So uh, anybody out there that's thinking about doing jobbies live on on any uh, work calls over the coming weeks, 
let us know, and uh, we'll be sure to tune. We'll be sure to tune in. We'll send so, you the link uh, to the the show us podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and for any and for anybody that's wondering, and this is actually more for Kev's sake, um, mm. it's wallpaper. See, it took literally. Oh, how weird! It's an illusion. Yeah, that is really, really amazing. And Home for anyone basement. else that's wondering, that's a 55-inch TV. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. I was just stupid. Um, but yeah, on on that note, I can edit that out for the, the podcast version. Oh yeah, we, we do have listenable versions of this as well now. So if you want to get the listenable version of this, we're going to put a link to last week's one up. We're a wee bit behind on all of that, but it is live. We'll get a link online. Um, you can you can tell your pals to listen or watch again on Facebook. That stream lives here forever now, so you can watch us back whenever you want. Yeah, can we ask you all as soon as we as soon as we finish, as soon as we're done, can you just share it? Just go and just go and share it on your Facebook page and try and like try and get this out to as many people as we possibly can. And we're so grateful for people tuning in. It is just an hour of chat. It's an hour of fun. We do genuinely have some guests lined up. We're just we do honestly. We're we're letting ourselves uh, find our feet a wee bit with all the tech before we uh, bring a third or fourth even person into into the mix. So. Um, so a big thank you to everybody, and um, we are going to get these uploaded, aren't we, Kev, onto all the usual sites like Apple and Spotify oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and all these kind of things. And if you weren't here for last week, start in the first week, and then this week will probably make more sense. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Should we finish with a jingle, dude? What do you reckon? Yes, yeah, let's finish with a jingle. Uh, and just before you play it, Kev, let's just say on behalf of Nick Venomham, Kumquat Venom and Vagina Toast, big up, big love. Keep showing off, people. Stay safe. And uh, here's to the teachers who have done a great job. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. See you next week, 9 p.m. Tuesday. That's our slot, 9 p.m. Tuesday. Woo! Show off. La, 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 la.